Hello everyone. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made. And what are we going to do? We will rejoice and be glad in it. I am Reverend Dr. Lydia Waters, the senior pastor of Pacoima First United Methodist Church in Pacoima, California. And we are just so delighted that you have joined our worship. And now we're going to gather around and prepare our minds and our soul and our body and our strength to hear a word from the Lord. So do you have your Bible in front of you or on the phone or on your iPad? It's all good. It's all good. Is there a smile on your face? Let's begin with a song of praise to the Lord. And we will be led by our minister of music, Sister Hope Carr, accompanied by her husband, Brother Darnell Carr. Let us sing praises to the Lord our God because, say it with me, when praises go up, what happens? Blessings come down. The Lord with me Bless the Lord with me Bless the Lord with me Bless the Lord with me carefully to God's word. And Jesus said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And see, 
I am sending upon you with my father what he promised. So stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Verse 40 and 49. I'm going to do that again because that's where a lot of the focus is going to be. You are witnesses of these things. And see, I am sending upon you what my father promised. So stay here in the city. Until you have been clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany and lifting up his hands he blessed them. And while he was blessing them he withdrew from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him. And returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple blessing God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And now, won't you pray with and for me? Almighty God, as I stand before your beloved people, consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. Let my soul look up with a steadfast hope and my will be lost in thine. In Jesus' precious and holy name I pray for a fresh and full anointing of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Our sermon topic for today is we have the victory. We have the victory. How, oh, beloved, for the last few weeks we have been preaching about the 40 days Jesus spent walking around the countryside after his resurrection from death to life. He stayed around just to let people know without a doubt that he was alive. That he had done what he was sent to do. And our lesson today found in the Gospel of Luke uh, informs us even more of Jesus' words when the 40 days were over and he was to ascend. In fact, today is the Sunday of ascension. So ascend means to go back to heaven to be at the right hand of his Father God. He was ascending to that. And so, beloved, we can say this about the Gospel of Luke, that it just ends on a triumphant and victorious note if we were to sit down now and we'd read the gospel from beginning to end as if we were reading it for the very first time, we would be embarking upon an emotional roller coaster. We would be amazed at the stories of the angelic visitations to Zechariah, Mary, and Joseph at the beginning. We would be astounded by the miracles of healing and deliverance Jesus performed. We'd be intrigued by the words of the parables and the teachings of Jesus throughout the Gospel of Luke. We would be shocked and disturbed by the tale of the arrest, the trial, and the crucifixion of Jesus near the end. And we would sorrow over his death and burial. Oh, we'd be amazed again at, at, at the news of his resurrection and reappearance before the disciples. And then... I said, and then 
And then we would rejoice again in the triumph and victory of Jesus' ascension back into heaven to be with God the Father. And so when we would have finished reading this third gospel, the gospel of Luke, we would have been left with the feeling that a victory has been won. After all, a victory has been won. Glory to God. Beloved, the story of Jesus is a story of self-denial and trial and suffering that finally ends in victory. And as a story of trial and suffering that finally ends in victory, the story of Jesus is also the story of all of us who walk this Christian journey. Can I get an amen? Listen to me, child of God. Just like Jesus, we too will have our troubles. Like Jesus, we too will have people talking about us just like Jesus. We too will be lied on and frowned at. Just like Jesus, we'll have to suffer some time at the hand of crazy people. Like Jesus, we too will have turbulence and tribulations doing our job. But the one thing we must remember in the midst of the mess, in the midst of the stuff, in the midst of the trials, tribulations, and sufferings, is that just like Jesus, we too will emerge victoriously. Oh, I love it. Because when it's all said and done, we will emerge from the ashes. When it's all said and done, we will get up off the ground when it's all said and done. We too will wash off the dirt off of our faces and shampoo our hair clean and put on some clean clothes and get in our car and drive on up the King's Highway. Oh, yeah, yes. Just remember now, trouble don't last always. If you're going through something today, just remember, this too shall pass. When I was growing up, the elders would say, there's a bright side somewhere. The storm is passing over. And they would sing, victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Who can I hear an amen? Live, beloved, in the fact of faith that victory is ours. And it's ours. Why? Because we are Christians. We are followers of Jesus Christ. And our truth is this. We are more than conquerors. Beloved, that's why Jesus told his disciples in John 16.33, In this world you will have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome. This is how victory talks. However now, the problem with us is that we too often just lose sight of our victory. I'm talking about Christians now. We too often lose sight of our victory. And this causes us to just lose our victory. For, for over a year now, we have had time to read the word, pray without ceasing, meditate on God's word, hear the word of God preached, seek him in all of his glory. Seek him, seek him, seek him. And God wants our time. He wants our full attention. Remember now that God will make us lie down in green pastures before we kill ourselves. 
and getting off the fast track, the busy madness, the running around like a gerbil in a wheel. God will make us stop. He'll make us think. He'll make us listen. And know what? Just to know more about him. It's time to look within. It's time to start discovering the meaning of what it means to have a heart and a soul and a spirit. Having the time to do that this year like never before should make us forget the problems in our lives at the time. And what I want to say to you is that this time used well will assure us not to lose sight of our victory as Christians. When we keep sight on our victory, we have overcome the crippling paralysis of anxiety and fear. The focus shifts away from our problems and our problems even disappear because God steps into our spirits and our soul and our In our scripture lesson, Jesus told his disciples, I am going to send you what my father has promised. But stay in the city now until you have been clothed with power from on high. So we try to work with our power. Uh, did, Did we hear that word? Stay, sit down, wait, because I'm sending you someone. Jesus was talking about the Holy Spirit. Jesus was on his way out and he was not going to stay here on with us in the flesh. So he gave us assuring words, a promise that he would not leave us alone and helpless. He said, I will send one to take my place. I will send the Holy Spirit and you will never be alone. Oh, glory to God. Now that is a reality of victory. Oh, beloved, there was a time, you know what? Don't forget when we were lost sinners, the Bible says, Because we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We were sinners. Now we sinners saved by grace. But we didn't stay that way. Someone, someone entered our hearts and told us that we were lost and pointed us to the Lamb of God. Who did that? Who did that? It was the Holy Spirit convicting us of sin. And then we passed from death unto new life. We were born again. We were saved We were given a new nature and our feet were set up on the road to heaven. Who did that? Who did it? It was the Holy Spirit. Then someone sealed us into the day of redemption so that we would never be totally lost. Who did that? Who did it? It was the Holy Spirit. When we need Someone to teach us and guide us, to show us the will of God, to help us make decisions, to aid us in understanding the Bible. Who does that? It's the Holy Spirit. When we sat in sorrow, when our hearts are broken, when the tears just flow, who wiped away our tears and comforted our hearts and made us to know that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord? It was God, the Holy Spirit, living in our hearts. And so Jesus left with us the person of God called the Holy Spirit. The Bible says don't grieve the Holy Spirit because there's nobody like him. Holy Spirit and victory are synonymous. Somebody say amen, amen. So, beloved, on about the 40th day after the resurrection, Jesus finally ascends back to his Father in heaven, leaving the disciples with his blessing. 
and leaving us with the same blessing, with a portrait of glorious victory to encourage us on our journey. Oh, hear me, hear me. Listen to this. Listen, the Bible teaches us that the ascension of Jesus back to his father was not the end, but it was only the beginning. And there was more to come with the day of Pentecost. Pentecost Sunday's next Sunday. Be here. There was more to come with the growing of the church. When the Holy Spirit came, the church just grew. And there was more to come with the conversion of the man who became Paul the Apostle. The end was only the beginning. Oh, oh, shall I God to bring me to this point that I want to make to all of us who find ourselves struggling and suffering from time to time. Oh, I know that somebody's going through something. Somebody's going through something who's watching this sermon today. You need to hear me. God is going to bring you God is going to bring you out. God is going to bring you out. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. And you might ask, preacher woman, yeah, how do you know? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. I know that he is because God is good. God is all powerful and all knowing and everywhere present. And with God, all things are possible. I know that he is because he brought me out. And what he's done for me, he'll do it for you. I know that he is because he says that he will walk through our valleys with us. I know that he is because he's going to give us overflowing blessings. Claim it, claim it in Jesus' name. I know because God says that he will never give us more than we can bear. Maybe you cannot see how, maybe you can't see when, but I guarantee if you hold to God's unchanging hand, God will see you through. Hang on in there. Victory is coming. Keep playing the game of life. Don't give up. Play the game. So hear me today. The most important thing that I want to say is that when God brings us through, when God brings us through, don't make the mistake of believing that it's all over, that you've arrived, that all you must do now is just go back to the way it used to be. No, go back inside the church and you think you're just going to sit down. No, no, listen to me. The end is just the beginning. And I'm not trying to get on anybody's case, but I am afraid that the Lord has too many disciples who are finished. And some people act as if they've done enough already. They act as if there is nothing more to do. But you know, when I read it, when I read my Bible, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, I read where God called some to be prophets, God called some to be teachers. God called some to be helpers. God called some to be givers. Because I can't find anywhere where God calls anybody to be a pew warmer. And we need to know that when we go back into our church buildings, that we will realize that the end of the coronavirus is just the beginning. So Jesus said to his disciples, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. Oh, but you, you stay in the city. Just stay. 
Stay until you are clothed with power from on high. See, we needed to just stay. Jesus said this because, because there was yet more to come. The triumph of his resurrection and his ascension were only the beginning of the work that yet remained to be accomplished. And it was up to the disciples to go forth and do the work. But first, they needed power. Oh, not their power, but God's power. The word of God says, not by our ability, not by our human power, but by the power of God's Holy Spirit. Because with God's power inside of us, we will have power to save and power to heal and power to overcome and power to live, power to go, power to help, power to worship. All God's power, that power is the power of the Holy Spirit. You better get to know him. Jesus left us with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Is here now. The Holy Spirit is available to you and to me right now. And I'm going to sing and I'm going to shout and I'm going to move and I'm going to do when the Spirit says it. And so our lesson says he left them and was taken up into heaven. And they, then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. Where's joy? And they stayed continually at the temple praising God. Oh my God. What did it take to make? What was their new beginning? It was receiving the baptism of the presence of the power of the Holy Spirit. It was the Holy Spirit that taught them to praise the Lord. And because they stayed and praised God, they were empowered to go out and change the world, to transform the world, to make a better world, to see a new day, to give the world hope, to open the eyes of the spiritually blind, to heal the lonely, to bind the work of the enemy, all in the name of Jesus who had returned to heaven to be seated at the right hand of God the Father through the power of his Holy Spirit. He went up to the Father. Leaving us with the Holy Spirit. He's now with us. The Holy Spirit in the person of the Holy Spirit. He said, I will not leave you alone. I will leave you with the Holy Spirit of God. Who will have all you need to begin again. To do my work. And to be and live victoriously. Oh. Jesus was saying, I finished my work here on earth. So that my life has given God glory, is finished. And beloved, that's also the desire of my heart. I pray personally, Lord, empower me to finish my work so that my life would have given you glory. And now, beloved, things that were once being done one way will now be done another way. We'll continue our videos the old is past and the new has come. That's what's happening today. We've been on lockdown for over a year and now the doors are being opened again and we will go in and out renewed by the Holy Spirit of God. The end is just the beginning. So please hear me today. Hear me from now on until Jesus comes back to get us. Our attention needs to be on spiritual things. You hear me? Jesus is leaving us with a power source and we must plug into him. His name is Holy Spirit. And then and only then we can sing 
in this new portal, this new spiritual awareness time. Then we can sing, victory is mine. Then we can live saying, victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind. Because victory today is mine. I am filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. I am baptized into the Holy Spirit's power. It is a Pentecost time. It is the day of the Holy Spirit. Victory today is yours. And victory today, glory to God, is mine. Oh, we thank God new day of emphasis on him in the name of the Holy Spirit. Let's go there. Let's stay in the city and receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. This is the day, not to be religious, but to be spiritually connected, baptized in the spirit of the Holy Ghost. And you have to make the commitment, put your name on the church roll, give your tithes and offers, and share your gifts and talents to God's church, which is bigger than a building. Once you go to our website, and, and there you will find a form to join the church, fill it out, and we'll contact you. And on that website, you will also find a way to give. I want to hope and pray too that you will say amen to this service by hitting the thumbs up button and by subscribing on your YouTube channel, Facebook, or whichever way you see this worship. Remember now, spread the word of God. People are dying because they have not heard the word of God. Spread the word of God. They're hungry for it by sharing. 
And now, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the Holy Spirit, be glory, majesty, power, and authority before all time, now, and forever. Amen. Thank you for watching. Amen.